Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. Hello, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world, whatever it is for you, welcome to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. I uh, am just laughing at myself, actually, laughing at my intro. <laughs> I wonder how much I created that info, uh, uh, that intro uh, so that I could hear it every Monday morning and kick my own ass. <laughs> oh, gosh, because that's what just happened. Okay, so... Messy Adventures in Living. What what are we? What are we doing here? What is this show? So Messy Adventures in Living is a place where you get invited to get messy, basically, um, to make mistakes, to screw up, to to have the willingness to be judged, to yeah, to just have the willingness to screw up and make mistakes. And you know, of course there are no real mistakes in my interesting point of view. Um, and the more we try and get things right and the more we try and get things perfect, uh, the more stress gets created and the more crap gets created and less joy and less happiness for sure. So, you know, what if your willingness to mess up could actually create the phenomenal life you know is possible? What if that's the key? The willingness to screw up, the willingness to make mistakes, the willingness to be judged, um, make a choice and see what it creates. So that's what you get invited to when you come and listen to Messy Adventures in Living. You come, you get invited to um, get messy with your life and choose and then see what that creates and then choose again and see what that creates and choose again and see what that creates until you uh, get to know what choice really is and until you get to know what choosing for you really is. Okay, so I'm Petrina. Um, I am a girl who has my hands in a whole bunch of things. <laughs> so I, um, I'm a mom. I have three kids. They're 12 and almost 10 and 6. They're a constant source of, um, hmm, what is that? A con they're mirrors, I think. They're mirrors. They show me where I have all my judgments and they show me all where I have all my, where all my limitations are in place. They're great for that. <laughs> um, and so I am also a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse. I have been a pediatric nurse for um, a little over 19 years. I actually really like kids. Sometimes, no, actually, that's not true. Sometimes I don't like kids. <laughs> but I actually am really grateful for children, and I know that they contribute enormously to my life, the kids that I have met at the hospital, as well as my own children and the families that I have met. Um, children and families have actually contributed enormously to my life over the last almost 20 years. Um, I have received so many amazing awarenesses by um, interacting with kids at work uh, a lot and families, especially kids and families who are um, dealing with some interesting stuff going on in their bodies. I so grateful. I also make my own um, skincare products. It's uh, my line is called Naturally Happy Body. You can find it at my website patrinafava.com or you can go to naturallyhappybody.com. I have a lot of fun playing with that in my kitchen. I make them here at home. I don't like to bake or cook. I like to make skin po skincare products instead. Um, they're, they feel awesome and I love sharing them with people and I like it when people try them and they love them. So I do that as well. 
Um, I'm also an access consciousness, bars and body process facilitator. Um, access consciousness is this very cool and very weird modality uh, that ha uh, has included in it some hands-on energetic body processes. And it also offers a bunch of tools that you can use to create your life greater, um, to change something in your life. If there's something going on for you that you don't like, there, Access offers a bunch of tools that you can use to change that. If you love your life, um, Access offers a bunch of tools that can create your life as even greater. So it's not just about, um, you know, if you're unhappy, here's some tools. It's also if you're loving your life, here's some tools to create it even greater. Why not, right? So you can find some information about Access at uh, accessconsciousness.com. We're going to be using some of the tools on the show today. Okay. So what's our topic today? So our topic for today is called Get Your Christmas Season. Get Your Christmas Ease On. You like that, huh? That little play on words. So are you ready to get your Christmas ease on? Stressful holidays are so last year. Ease is a new black. The idea that the holidays are stressful is a lie. It is. It's a construct. It really is as simple as that. You actually can choose ease. Holidays are for celebrating with joy, laughter, gratitude, not bahumbug, stress, and grumpies of magnitude. <laughs> so if you're finding yourself dreading the holidays, uh, I'm happy that you're here joining us for some tips on choosing uh, joy this Christmas. So, all right, guys, what? tell me what comes up for you around this. What is going on for you around Christmas. If you're listening live, what's happening for you now? It's a week before Christmas. What is up in your world? Are you stressed? Are you happy? Are you excited? Do you love Christmas? Do you hate Christmas? Are you like in a love-hate relationship with Christmas? Is money up for you? What is going on? Uh, first word bullshit in the chat room. I <laughs> love it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, we have an online chat room if you're wondering who I'm talking to. Um, you, If you're on atizen.fm listening uh, live right now, you can go to the upper right-hand corner. It says chat room, and you can click it and log in. You can put uh, your name, a fake name. It doesn't matter. Come and play with us in the chat room. It's fun. Okay, so I asked what is coming up for you around Christmas right now, and the first comment I got in the chat room is bullshit. Thank you. <laughs> I second that motion. So I'm going to be very frank and very honest with you right now. I am not enjoying Christmas, the Christmas spirit right now. <laughs> Not at all. And um, I actually am aware of a lot of the bullshit as well. So if you are feeling funky about Christmas, here's a tool, okay? It's a question. Questions empower you to, uh, questions empower and conclusions and judgments, they totally disempower you. So if you can Look at asking yourself a question rather than jumping to conclusions, which is what we do because that's what we've been taught. Nobody ever asks us to ask, teaches us to ask questions. Asking questions allows you to allows the possibilities to open up. So if you're feeling grumpy and scroogey and yeah, just grumpy, um, the first thing I would invite you to do is see that as just an interesting point of view. You don't actually have to own that grumpiness, okay? And we're going to talk a little bit about that later. But ask this, here's a question. What am I aware of? I love this question. I love this question. I love this question. I love this question. What am I aware of? If you're feeling that Christmas is bullshit, great. You don't have to judge yourself and think that you're a Scrooge. You can ask yourself, 
What am I aware of? How many lies are you aware of? So since I've been playing with the tools of access consciousness, it's been about seven years, I I have become more and more in, in tune with my awareness, okay? Um, I have begun, I've been acknowledging more and more that I am actually aware. I pick up on energy easily. I pick up on other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions easily. Uh, I'm aware. You, some people call it sensitive, okay? So, as over the last six or seven years, as I have acknowledged my awareness, my awareness has increased. And it's great, and it's wonderful, and sometimes it's really freaking uncomfortable. And if you, if you do this, if you use these tools, and you forget that you're becoming more and more aware, and if you don't acknowledge that you are becoming more aware as you use these tools, as you do some energy work on your body, if you don't acknowledge that you're aware, you're going to send yourself into tailspin of judgment. So please recognize, acknowledge yourself for your awareness, because if you don't, you can really get into an even bigger funk than you were in when you started, um, because now you're more aware, um, and you might be judging yourself for being horrible, when actually you're just more aware. So if you're judging yourself for being scroogey this season, and this is not about Christmas, right? This is about holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Christmas, whatever you celebrate, it doesn't matter. It, the, the, the energy and the sense of obligation and tradition is all there. So let's start by looking at that. If you are judging yourself for being grumpy this Christmas or being scroogey, can we destroy and uncreate all of that? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys, meows. That is the access consciousness clearing statement. It's a collection of words that does have a explanation to it. You can find this explanation at the clearingstatement.com. It's basically um, a tool that you can use to blast, to get rid of the limitations, to bla to be, when you are aware of an energy that comes up, I will ask you, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? And um, you don't have to say yes or no, but the clearing statement gets at the energy everywhere you chose that, everywhere you decided it was right, and clears everywhere that that's becoming a limitation in your life. That's all I'm going to say. You don't have to understand it for it to work, just know that it works. So, what are you aware of? So, what could you be aware of that's happening at this time of year? So, if you watch TV or you, you know, listen to the radio or you are something, you know, looking at something online or you go to the store, there's lots of like merry, merry, happy, happy, joy, joy, right? Presented. So, do you, how aware are you of how much that's actually just a put on? Yeah, puke. <laughs> How much of that is really just a facade? Um, how happy are people actually at this time of year? Wow. Can you perceive that when I started to ask that question? If you tap into the people around you right now, yeah. If you just energetically tap into everyone around you, and if you don't know what that means, just it doesn't matter. Don't make it significant. Don't think about it with your brain. Are people really happy about Christmas? Wow, I'm getting such a humongous no. Are people excited about going to see their families? Are people excited about gift giving? Are people excited and happy? It's a huge no in my world. How about yours? So everywhere you are actually not 
being a Scrooge. Everywhere you're just aware of other people's feelings and other people's stress and other people's sense of obligation. And everywhere you're unwilling to acknowledge that, would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Okay. <laughs> so just checking out the chat room. What are you aware of? People, yeah, people are feeling so stressed. Lots of people trying to force themselves to be happy. Yes. Um, <laughs> would you be willing to be the Scrooge you truly be? Yes. Thank you for that. I love that. That is actually what I'm choosing this year. I'll tell you right now. <laughs> I am choosing to just go with the scrooginess because that's just, I, I get to have choice and that's what I'm choosing and I'm willing to get messy with that and see what it creates and and people might judge me and I don't care and I'm going to just choose it and see what it creates. I've actually, I kind of chose it last year too. I, I was not um, overly excited about Christmas and I let myself not feel judged, like judge myself. I allowed myself to not be driven by a sense of obligation. Um, you know, I did a very minimal, I put up a Christmas tree and I think that's it. Actually, I didn't really decorate my house. Um, this year, we didn't put lights outside. Um, we've been busy. My husband and I have been busy, but that's not really it. Um, it's also just there's some sense of of um, of lie here. Anyways, so would you be willing to just, instead of judging yourself out of being miserable, even if you are acknowledging it that you're aware of other people's stuff, if you're really tired of the sense of obligation around Christmas and if you're really done with forcing yourself to go to Christmas parties you don't want to go to or you know, forcing yourself to go and see family if you don't want to, like if you're actually just done with that, would you be willing to allow yourself to not participate in Christmas? You know, and is it possible that that could actually create something greater for you around the holidays? Um, you know, yeah, would you be willing to just allow yourself to to pull out of Christmas, <laughs> to just pull right out and go, I just don't feel like it this year. You don't have to participate in Christmas. Who says? Well, lots of people say church, family, but we're going to get into that after the break. So we are going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on A to Zen FM. Our show today is called Get Your Christmas Ease On. So don't go anywhere. We'll be back with more tools to having Christmas ease. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices?
What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 In the U.K., 033-0001-0625 Or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at patrinafava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. Today, our show is called Get Into... No, wait, what's our show called? <laughs> it's called Get your Christmas ease on. Christmas season? Christmas ease on? Do you like that? Is that funny? Okay, so <clears throat> so we've been talking, uh, before we went to break, we were talking about the fact that it, many of us might be feeling very grumpy right now. Yeah, currently, you, you might be listening in June, but currently as we're doing this live show, it is December the 19th, so we're heading up to Christmas. Um, it's the holiday season for uh, people who even who do not celebrate Christmas, right? You might be celebrating Hanukkah or um, Kwanzaa, it doesn't matter. You might be celebrating a birthday. It applies to all kinds of events. We were talking about having the grumpies and feeling scroogey. And, you know, we were discussing the possibility that you might be aware. Uh, you might actually be very sensitive to other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions and picking up on other people. So if that's happening, you know, if you tap into how people are feeling right now, are people feeling happy about Christmas or are they feeling stressed? And um, we were also talking about the possibility of maybe just not doing Christmas this year. And actually, see, notice I just said doing. So how much of Christmas is a doing? How much of Christmas has become a doing? Huge for me. I'll speak for myself. It's a huge doing for me. I am totally, over the last few years, I have not been being Christmas. I have not. I have been doing Christmas completely. So, you know, everywhere you have been doing Christmas, rather than being the joy of Christmas, will you destroy and uncreate all of that? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And that's not to make you wrong. It's not. It's not to make you wrong. It's just to look at what is happening. So, let's, um, what else? What else is coming up for you guys around Christmas? Uh, 
I often think about when I was a kid. So how many of you enjoyed Christmas when you were a kid? You might not have. Not all kids enjoy Christmas. But if you're feeling very un-Christmassy right now and hating Christmas, and I was just saying um, to my producers before this show started, I really just kind of wish it was January the 10th. (laughs) So if you're feeling like you just want this to be over, think about or tap into the energy you had at Christmas time when you were a kid. What was that like for you? Did you enjoy Christmas as a kid? So when I was a kid, um, I loved Christmas. And I lived with my, my mom was a single mom. I lived with my grandparents and my aunt, my mom's sister. And we had a very simple Christmas. Um, We sometimes visited relatives, but not often. We stayed at home with each other on Christmas, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. We would um, sometimes go to Mass, Catholic Mass, uh, on Christmas Eve at midnight, and I used to love that because it was such a treat to stay up until midnight and go out at midnight. I never did that. Um, I used to love going to Mass at Christmas, on Christmas Eve at midnight. The the beautiful carols and the darkness and the dim lighting, I loved it so much. We didn't do it often. We did it once in a while, but I really liked it. Um, and then we would come home and unwrap our gifts. And we were up till like 2 or 3 in the morning. And as a little kid, 7, 8, 9 years old, that by itself was an enormous treat. I never got to stay up till 2 and 3 in the morning. I loved that feeling of being awake in the middle of the night and, and celebrating with my family. Um, you know, and then we would go to bed. We would eat. My grandmother used to um, make lots of cool desserts uh, and, 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 you know, and have certain foods that we used to eat only at Christmas. And I was always excited about eating those special foods. You know, and then we would wake up Christmas morning and all I did all day was like bask in the glory of the food and and hanging out with my family and like playing with all the toys that I got the night before. Uh, And, you know, it was, there was always this sense of togetherness. Like I liked being with my family. Nobody was preoccupied with work or cleaning the house or paying the bills. We all kind of were just hanging out with each other. We were present with each other and we were just enjoying each other's company. We would play games. We would play cards. We didn't do that. I mean, we did it sometimes throughout the year, but we didn't do it as much as we did it on Christmas. So I always really, really enjoyed that. And so I think about that often and and I think about when did that change for me? So what was it like for Christmas for you when you were a kid? And when did that change for you? Um, so just looking in the chat room, it was one of the only times we got to be together, me, my mom, and my brother. Uh, yeah, and the food. Yeah. So what is it that, what is, what do you know Christmas really is. What do you know about Christmas or Kwanzaa or Hanukkah or any of the holidays that you celebrate? What is it really? What do you really know about it? Um, The gift of presents, magic, peace. Yeah. Presence is huge. That comes up for me a lot, too. Um, The gift of being present with each other. And I wonder if over the last few years, more and more we are becoming disconnected or not present with each other. I know for me over the last few years, I know that I have 
become a little bit less present at home with my family. It's easy to be distracted um, by work, um, by creating my business, um, just distracted. And you know what? I'm going to just put it out there by electronics. And I don't, I don't like to bash electronics um, because I think they've contributed to our lives enormously. I'm so grateful for the gift of Skype <laughs> because um, my brother lived in Korea for the last six years and thank God for Skype because we were able to keep in touch with each other. And my son, who was born while he was away, got to know his uncle over Skype. So I'm grateful for technology and I'm also aware that it is a humongous distraction from each other. And I'll totally include myself in that. So how much have we been distracted by Chris, by by what we know Christmas really is? How much are we allowing ourselves to be distracted actually by Christmas itself? By the gift giving, like by the, the gift giving. It's not the gift giving itself, it's the way we are doing gift giving. By the sense of obligation, by the um, sense of it has to be this way or it has to be perfect. I have to buy a gift. I have to cook this food. I have to visit my friend. Um, I have to buy gifts for my friend's kids. Like, How much of Christmas, the way we do it today, is actually a distraction from the real Christmas? And I don't want to say, okay, and everything that is, Everywhere we have allowed ourselves to be distracted from Christmas by Christmas. <laughs> well, we just aren't going to create all that. Right now, I'm good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. So what would it be like to enjoy Christmas the same way we enjoyed it? Or not the, yeah, what would it be like to enjoy Christmas the way we enjoyed it as children? You know, I remember when I I was a so when we were kids, right? We like I don't know about you, but I didn't really do anything. <laughs> Everything was done for me. I just showed up. <laughs> this seems to be a theme in my like my life. I like to just show up. So, you know, I mean, this is this is not exactly true. I I will be honest with you. This is not true. Just just uh hang in with me here. So, as a kid, right? I didn't do anything. I didn't go out and buy gifts. Uh, I didn't, you know, cook any of the food. I didn't. I didn't do anything. I wrapped. I wrapped some presents. I didn't do anything. I just showed up to Christmas, and so I got to fully enjoy and receive Christmas. And you know what? I did do something. Actually, I beat something. I beat that. I beat that for my family. And what a gift that was. I'm going to just acknowledge myself right now for that. Sorry. <laughs> so everywhere you, as a child, never acknowledge yourself for the gift of joy that you gifted to your family. Will you destroy and create all that, please? Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, yeah, my voice is cracking. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, I love this show. <laughs> I love doing radio shows. Oh, my God, what a gift. Okay, 
so how much, as children, were we not acknowledged for the joy that we gifted our families? Or, you know, not or not acknowledged or, you know, yeah, it's just not acknowledged. So, you know, you learn that Christmas is about doing, right? You're like, well, okay, I have a job now, so now I need to start buying gifts for my family. Uh, and then, you know, it starts to become obligation. I mean, okay, so here, here's what's up in my world a lot of, I I have three kids, right? I have three young kids. And since I've had children, I have, you know, felt the need to provide a wonderful Christmas experience for them. I'm sure I'm not alone, <laughs> right? And, you know, I remember the first year with my first daughter, and I remember obsessing about my tree. You know, the tree had to be perfect. The tree had to be beautiful. The ribbon had to be just so. I spent an entire day putting up my Christmas tree, probably more, probably two days. <laughs> you know, it had to be perfect. The ornaments had to be perfect. You know, there was the special ornaments that I remember that my husband bought for me the first year we were dating. And then, you know, we had a, you know, parents-to-be ornament, and they had to be strategically placed, and the ribbon had to be exactly, and like, so... And that was fine, and I had actually fun with it, and I liked it, and it was fine. Um, and then I had another child, and it got harder. And then I had another child, <laughs> and it got even harder. And then I started working more, and started working full time, and then I started a business, and then I started making my body products, and then and then I started having a radio show, and then I started teaching acts of like you know, and so the obsession over the Christmas tree was getting more and more difficult and it was becoming frustrating frustrating and it was becoming an obligation. And so I've come to a point where it's like yeah, you know what, fuck this now. <laughs> I'm not doing it anymore. And I have often looked around in my family and thought, wow, I'm doing everything. Nobody's contributing. Why should I do anything? And how much of that is my own doing? So how much are we obsessing like are you obsessing about the perfection of Christmas? And do you have expectations? Are you projecting expectations onto your family to participate to the same level of enthusiasm as you? And when they're not, are you resenting them? Not that I would know anything about that. And everything that is, will you destroy and create all that? <laughs> right, wrong, good and bad, pot of pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. <laughs> So, you know, how much are you doing Christmas perfect? So, let's you know, talking about messy adventures in living, like, would you be willing to have a messy adventure in Christmas? And by messy, I mean imperfect. And, um, you know, maybe you don't even put a Christmas tree up this year. And, you know, maybe you don't put your lights out. Like, would you be willing to just have a messy adventure this Christmas and not judge yourself for it? Um, so, on that note, we're going to go to break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're listening. We're talking about get your Christmas ease on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? 
What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. If you're just joining us, we're talking about getting your Christmas Eve on this year. Are you tired of the stress of Christmas? Are you ready to throw in the towel and give up Christmas altogether? And what if that's a choice? And what if something else is possible? So how can we have ease this Christmas season um, or Hanukkah season or Kwanzaa season or birthday season? It doesn't matter. Um, all of these events and occasions that we feel obligated to, how can we have ease with them? So obligated right there. Let's just go with that. So, you know, you know, how fun is obligation? So you might want to ask this question, you know, am I functioning from choice or obligation? Am I gift giving from choice or obligation? Am I visiting my family from choice or obligation? And hey, you can choose. And if you choose doing something from obligation, it's actually okay. Because you might actually be aware that showing up to your family's Christmas might actually create more ease for you overall. Do you know what I mean? So, like, sometimes, I don't know about you, but I get into this snit where it's like, this is bullshit, and I know it, and I and and you might be right. Like, you might be very aware of the bullshit. Um, and so I'm like, well, I'm not doing it because I know that this is all a bunch of lies, so I'm not doing it. And then that creates more havoc in my world, where it actually could be easier to just go to the family event. So let's use that as an example. So, you know, are you refusing to go to a family event 
because you know it's a crock of shit. And would you be willing to look at the fact that that is a choice? You can not show up. You also can show up knowing that it's a crock of shit and showing up anyways because it's going to create more ease. Do you do you get what I'm saying? So, like, everywhere you're functioning from being right this Christmas instead of uh, asking what's going to create the greatest ease and then not having a point of view about what that is, will you destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, bad, pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So, right? So, just a question in the chat room. Um, what would it take to have more allowance for not getting involved in Christmas? Wow, I'm really glad that other people are feeling like not getting involved in Christmas. Um, <laughs> are you willing to receive a crock of shit for Christmas? Exactly. Hey, man. <laughs> we need to be willing to receive everything. Okay. So, what would it take to have more allowance for not getting involved? So, I would, you know, how much are you judging yourself for not getting involved in Christmas? A little bit, a lot of it, a megaton. Uh, of course, there's a ton of judgment. How can you not get involved in Christmas? Like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. This Christmas is about joy and laughter. You should be involved in Christmas. Who doesn't like Christmas? If you don't like Christmas, you're a Scrooge. If you don't get involved in Christmas, you're, you know, you're a hermit. Like, why would you want to be by yourself at Christmas? Christmas is about family and friends and having people around you. Uh yeah, that's a lot of judgments and conclusions and bullshit. So, you know, one way to not feel have more allowance is to just get out of judgment. Um, what would it take for you to not judge what you're aware of? And what would it take for you to not judge yourself for choosing what's going to create the most ease for you? Uh, for the last two years, I've opted out of Christmas and lied about where I celebrated. <laughs> awesome. And that's great. I mean, you know, are you... What if you didn't judge yourself for lying to get out of Christmas? If you know that that's what's going to create ease for you, then go for it. Because guess what? If you have ease, you know what else you have? Joy and happiness. And how much more of a contribution to the spirit of Christmas are you if you have joy and happiness? So, right? So, please don't judge yourself for pulling out of Christmas. Because you actually might be contributing to Christmas by doing that. Because if you have ease and you have joy and you have happiness, then you are contributing to the, that energy at this time of year. And if it takes being by yourself, then cool. Right? What would it take to be Christmas instead of do Christmas? No matter what being Christmas looks like, even if it means being by yourself. You know, I would love to book myself a beautiful room in a beautiful hotel. I was at a place in Toronto yesterday called the Old Mill. It's just gorgeous at Christmas. And I would love to have my own beautiful Victorian room with my gorgeous queen-size canopy bed looking out onto the snow-covered trees, maybe take a walk with a beautiful coat and scarf. Like, if I did that on Christmas, I know that I would be contributing to that amazing joy and and happiness more than if I, you know, continue to do things out of obligation and judgment. So, yeah, what would it take to be Christmas this year instead of do Christmas? What gift am I willing to give me for Christmas? Yeah, that's so great. Um, 
would you be willing to gift yourself ease this Christmas? And you might be asking, like, but I don't even know how to do that. So if if you are not willing to pull out of family obligations, what questions can you ask? It's a, it's a choice. It's okay, too. You know, when you are there, when you are present, what questions can you ask yourself? If you're feeling contracted and heavy and 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 just grumpy, you might want to ask yourself this question. Who does this belong to? Please remember that you're aware. You are sensitive to other people's emotions and thoughts. This is not just for special people. It's not just for, you know, empaths. It's not just for highly sensitive people. There's a lot of stuff going around about, about that. It's not it's a crock of baloney. We are all very aware. We just are never told this. We're never acknowledged for this as children. Please know you are aware. Not everything that you're feeling and that you're thinking is yours. And you might know that if you're in a room and you're suddenly feeling so different than you were before you walked in. If you're at family functions that are not fun or parties that are not fun and you choose to go, which is fine, uh, instead of judging yourself, you might want to keep this tool in your back pocket. Who does this belong to? Is this really mine? Is this really mine? Is this really mine? And then you could ask, like, what spirit of Christmas could I be here? And see, there's something there that's heavy for me too, like it's a sense of obligation. So everywhere you have decided that because you are choosing consciousness, uh, you are obligated to be the happy person and you are obligated to be the person in allowance and you, you are obligated to be, you know, the greater being or whatever that is, something like that, will you destroy and create it all? Rent, wrong, get bad, pop, pop, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. Would you be willing to be totally unconscious and grumpy this Christmas. <laughs> That's just coming up a lot on this call. Like, would you be willing to just be a big grumpy ass this Christmas? And would that make you happy and would it create more ease? And everything that does not allow you to have total allowance with your grumpies this season, will you just join and create it all? <laughs> right, wrong, goodbye, pop, pop, all night, shorts, boys, and beyond. <laughs> You're welcome. I don't know. That's what I'm choosing this year. <laughs> I'm just allowing myself to be grumpy and not judging myself for it. That's fine. What if you are not required to be happy for Christmas? Yes, thank you, Keisha. What if you're not required to be happy for Christmas? And if you didn't feel obligated to be happy, would you be happier? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. See, like, it's cool. The, the Your willingness to be grumpy probably will actually create more happiness for you. Or, and it will probably create more happiness around you as well. Because you'll probably only be grumpy for a little while. Or not. You could be grumpy for the whole week. It's really your choice. It's okay. It's just a choice. And, you know, get messy with your choices, right? you got to choose something to see what that creates. I'm kind of getting to the point where I see that over the last couple of years, I've chosen to be a little bit grumpy about Christmas. And this year, I'm choosing it still. And I'm looking and I'm like, I don't think I enjoy this. <laughs> I think maybe I'd like to choose something else. Yeah. And, you know, how much of choosing ease this Christmas could just be about simplifying things or not attaching significance or not attaching expectation, right? So much um, projections about being happy specifically about gift giving. Oh, it's so much of it is about being happy, isn't it? So much projections about being happy. Um, and it's ruining Christmas. <laughs> so, you know, all the projections, expectations, um, 
judgments, rejections, separations that are created around Christmas? Can we just join and create all of those? Right, wrong, good, bad, pop, pop, all night, choice, plus, beyond. Yeah, like how much of Christmas, the way we're doing it, is actually creating more separation instead of, um, you know, instead of communion with each other? Or, yeah, right? If people are fighting about where to go at Christmas, if, you know, mothers and mother-in-laws are being offended because you're not going to their house on Christmas, or if somebody's offended because you're choosing to go to Mexico for Christmas, is that actually creating separation? So, you know, all of those expectations around Christmas, it, we really got to drop them all in order to have ease. Or you can keep them. It's up to you. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're going to take a break. Um, we're talking about get your Christmas ease on. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't even think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 Central, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific on A2Zen.fm. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? Do you know a child who is frustrated and disruptive in class, who struggles to connect, who's bright but still not making the grade, have you ever wished that there were a kinder, gentler way to support children with difficulties in school or at home? Many children find Access Bars is benefiting them greatly. A study is being conducted to document findings in an effort to assist kids everywhere with these life-changing benefits. Will you donate and help to assist kids thrive? Visit www.accessyourbrilliance.com to support our study. What else is possible for kids now more than ever? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, in Canada 613-800-8736, in the U.K. 033-0001-0625, or you can Skype us at a2zen.fm. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Hey, welcome back to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava. We are uh, talking about holiday e Christmas ease. Get your Christmas ease on. Get your holiday ease on. What if uh, having ease this Christmas is not participating in Christmas? That's all. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. There's a lot of other ways to have ease this Christmas. But, um, you know, what if it could be as simple as just not doing it? Because what are you aware of? How much are you aware of the bullshit that Christmas has become? And I know I sound like a Scrooge, and I don't care. <laughs> because I know 
that I am aware of something and uh, I am not judging myself for it. So I invite you to do the same. So uh, we're talking a lot about obligation. And, you, you know, usually when we think of Christmas obligation, we think of like, you know, being obligated to buy gifts and obligated to visit. But this over the last uh, 45 minutes, we've been talking a lot about the obligation to be happy, which is really interesting. We've moved beyond the, the, the obligation to give gifts. We've moved beyond the obligation to, you know, visit. Now we can see that there's even an obligation to be happy for God's sake. You know what? Don't tell me when to be happy. I'll be happy when I want to be happy. And if when I want to be grumpy, I'll be grumpy. <laughs> so, you know, what are you feeling the obligation to be happy? And is that actually pissing you off? Because somebody's telling you to be happy. Um, you know, are you that kind of person? When somebody tells you to do something, you go, F you, I'm not doing it. I'm doing the opposite. Is that what you're doing? So everywhere you are uh, being grumpy in resistance to the happiness of Christmas that's being projected at you, would you like to destroy and create all that? Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot, pot, all nine, shorts, boys, and girls. Like, what if you could choose to be happy? What if you could choose to enjoy Christmas or not? It's up to you. It really doesn't matter. I dare you to be the biggest grumpy-ass bitch this Christmas you could ever be and see what shows up. <laughs> so um, let's let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, the definition of obligation. I like to look at um, etymology online. Uh, so I looked up uh, obligation, and it... Uh, says here, obligation, duty, responsibility, uh, it, an, an engaging or pledging, literally a binding. Um, the notion of binding with promises or by law or duty to put under moral obligation to do one a favor. So this thing of binding actually feels very contracted. Like how, how much are we bound? How much are we binding ourselves um, with tradition around Christmas? How much are we binding ourselves with the obligation to give gifts? How much are we binding ourselves, um, you know, by the obligation to be happy? Um, what if we could drop all of the obligations and and choose Christmas? Whatever that looks like for you, it might it might look different for it's going to look different for everyone. You actually might enjoy the gift giving, the family visits, the food. You might enjoy that. I there was lots of times when I enjoyed it. I am not fully enjoying it at the moment. See, that's a lie. As I'm saying it, I get that that's not even true because I I know that I can enjoy Christmas. It's just something that's coming up for me right now around obligation and being forced to be happy that's just not working for me. So here's a question: What could I choose? that would create ease for me this week, this month, whatever it is for you? What could I choose that would create ease with no point of view about what that's going to look like? Um, and, you know, if if you have children or if you are around children or if you ever were a child, I invite you to receive that. So if you have kids and you feel obligated to provide Christmas for them, I would really invite you to let the kids show you Christmas this year. That's my plan. So, you know, would you uh, would you be willing to drop your sense of obligation, your sense of um uh, what is that? Your sense of responsibility to provide a good Christmas for your kids? Would you be willing to let that go? And would you be willing to receive Christmas from your children? Would you be willing to 
receive the joy that they have, the no sense of obligation, their complete and utter openness to receiving, right? They just show up and they receive the joy of Christmas. Would you be willing to be that as well? What could your kids show you? What could kids show you? If you don't have any kids, you know, could you tap into that energy that you had when you were a kid, when you were in awe and wonder of the magic of Christmas? And what would it take to receive that? You know, would you be willing to not gift this year? If gifting is becoming so stressful for you and so crunchy and so full of obligation, would you be willing to not gift? Would you be willing to only receive? You know, how cool would that be? And I mean, you know, not it's not from a sense of right or wrong. It's just what could that contribute to your life if you would be willing to drop all of the giving? There's just so much significance placed on giving at Christmas that it becomes, it's not this simultaneity of gifting and receiving. It's just the heaviness around gifting, the significance around gifting is enormous. So what could it create for you if you would be willing to just lower your barriers and receive this Christmas, whether it be gifts, whether it be nature, whether it be joy, what, you know, your children, whether it be your children, what would it be like to just receive your children at Christmas time? What would it be like to receive your family at Christmas time for everything that they are? Would you be willing to receive the gifts of your family and friends? instead of resist all of the lies that you know are there. Yeah, and of course, thank you, Keisha. What would it be like to just receive you this Christmas? What would it be like if you just stopped judging the shit out of yourself for once and receive you with all of your messiness in all your messy glory? What would it be like to receive you this Christmas? Thank you so much for joining me on this call. Thank you to everyone in the chat room. I am so grateful. Um, you have been listening to Messy Adventures in Living. Join us again next week. We have an awesome show ahead. Thank you, thank you, thank you. What would it take to have ease this season um, with everything in your life, not just this season? What would it take to have ease, messy ease? Have yourself a very messy, merry Christmas, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs> Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Petrina Fava will return next Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, and 6 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. We'd love to have you join us again. Until then, have fun creating your phenomenal life, mess and all.